Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray you had a a restful holiday. I pray you were blessed with abundance in Jesus' holy name. So I want to just share with you this loving Psalms that David put forth before our heavenly father, for he is a strong refuge. I want you to get your Bibles and I want you to go with me to Psalms 71. You got your Bible? Got your Bible app? You ready? Let's go into the word of God. (laughs) Amen. And in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandments to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. By thee have I been holded up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praises shall continually of thee. I am as a wonder unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with thy praises and with thy honor all the day. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength fails. For my enemies speak against me, and thou that lay wait for my soul take counsel together, saying, God hath forsaken him. Persecute and take him, for there is none to deliver him. O God, Be not far from me. O my God, make haste for my help. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. But I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. I'm going to pause right there. David said, there are people out to get me. They're coming together. They're coming in groups. They're against my soul. They want to kill me. They're looking for opportunities to lay waste. And David said, but I will continuously praise you the more and more that the more they attack me, the more they persecute me, the more they talk about me, the more they hate on me, the more I'm going to praise you. Ah, can we say hallelujah? He said, the more, the more will I praise you. I had to pause right there because that just gave me a quickening in my spirit because that's the time to worship God more. That's the time to praise God more. He said, every time they say something negative about me, every time they plot against me, I'm going to praise you the more. Let's just get back to the word because I'm already excited. Verse 15. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day. 
for I know not the number thereof. I will go in strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only. O God, thou hast taught me from my youth and hitherto to have I declared thy wondrous work. Now also, when I am old and gray headed, O God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. David was like, you using me now, the glory on me now, the anointing on me now. But I beg thee that even when I'm old and gray headed, that you will not forsake me, that I can show this generation the power of God, that I can show this generation the anointing that breaketh the yoke, that I can show this generation that we serve a God that is alive and well, that I can show this generation if God be for us, who could be against us. Hallelujah. David, God, he, he, he talking to God. Amen. He having this awesome conversation with God. I'm loving this right now. Don't let my strength fail me when I'm, I want to, I don't want to just be used for your glory. Now he had a strategy for his future. He said, right now you're using me right now. You with me right now. You got me. But even when I'm old, don't forsake me because I want to still, I want to still live for you. I want to still give glory to your name. And I want to show the next generation who is the God I serve, the God of Israel. David was like, I'm serving you now. And I want to serve you later. That's what I'm talking about. He had a made up mind. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high. Thou hast done great things, O God, who is like unto thee. Thou which hast showed me great and sore trouble, shalt quicken me again, and shalt bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. David is like speaking life into his life. He's telling God, not only you good, I know you got me, you got me in the future, and now thou shalt increase my greatness, and you're going to comfort me on every side. You see the confidence in his conversation? What he's speaking into the atmosphere. He's telling God how good he is. He's telling God that you're going to be with me when I'm old. You're going to increase me, God. You're going to increase me and you're going to comfort me on every side. Not just on the right side, not just on the left side, not just behind me, not just in front, but on every side, you're going to comfort me. Can we shout right now? Can we, we got to start talking like this family. We got to start talking like this and bringing back the, bringing back to God remembrance of his holy word. Amen. Lord, you got me just like you had David. When I'm gray and old, your strength is going to be with me. So I can show those under me that I can show the next generation who you are, that you're going to increase me, that I'm going to be great. You're going to comfort me on every side. Huh? Jesus. Verse 22. And I also praise thee with the psaltery in thy, even thy truth. Oh my God, unto thee will I sing with the harp, O thou holy one of Israel. David said, I'm going to worship you because you are holy, 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 holy. I'm high on loving you. High on loving you, holy, holy. 
holy, 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 I'm high on loving you high. <laughs> he said, I will sing with the harp, thou art holy one of Israel. My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing unto thee and my soul, which thou hast redeemed my tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long for they are confounded for they are brought unto shame that seek my hurt. David wasn't thinking about his haters. He was thinking about his God. I'm going to say that again. God, God is awesome. David was not meditating on his haters. He acknowledged them. He knew they was there. He knew they was out to get him, but his meditation was on his God. His meditation was on the refuge of God. He said, you are strong refuge, a strong refuge. Do you know the definition of refuge is a condition of being safe or sheltered from pursuit of danger and trouble. And here are some words that go with refuge, a shelter, protection, safety, security, a solemn sanctuary, preservation, a safe haven, a harbor, a ark, retreat, a hiding place, a hideaway. David was like, I acknowledge them, but guess what? I know where my refuge is. I know that I could come to you. I know that when I come to you, that I'm going to be strengthened. I know when I come to you, that I'm going to be increased. I know when I come to you, that you're going to comfort me. I know when I come to you, that you're going to let your spirit rest upon me. I know when I come to you, David knew that he had a refuge, not even a refuge. He said a strong, strong refuge. I'm not going to any old place. I'm going to a place that I am confident in, that I'm sure of, a sure foundation, a strong refuge. And when I get there, I know I'm going to be increased. When I get there, I know I'm going to be comfort. When I get there, I know I'm going to be protected. When I get there, David, he was worshiping God. He didn't get there and start crying and complaining. He said, Lord, I see them. This is who they are. This is what they doing. But my mind is on you because I know who you are. And I know that you said, touch not my anointed and show my prophets no harm. Therefore, when I come into the refuge, I can meditate on you. I don't have to worry about my enemy. I don't have to worry about my problems. I don't have to worry about my circumstances. I don't have to worry about the storm. All I have to do in the presence of God is meditate on you. He said that I'm coming to you with sultry and I'm coming to you with the harp and I'm singing you are holy 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 lord god almighty because you oh god you are great you are great and i'm gonna praise you more and more the more they hate on me the more they come after me the more the troubles the more the bills the more the pain the more i praise the more i will praise you because i know you are strong refuge And your strength won't fail me. It hasn't failed me and it won't fail me. Whoo, this is something good to take into 2018 family to have a a, a bold confession like this. 
to have such, I, I'm feeling the spirit of God just, just rereading what David said. I'm just saying it with power and authority because the word is for us. David wrote it. David spoke it. And then we can speak it because the word of God will never return unto him void. That the same confession that David spoke, we could begin to bring back to his remembrance, the, the holy scriptures, just like David, Lord, just like David, Lord, I'm going to praise you. The more trouble I am, the more I'm going to praise you. The more it hurt, the more I'm going to praise you. The more I, I feel confused, the more I'm going to praise you. The more, the more, the more, the more I'm going to worship you because you are strong refuge. You are my hiding place. You are my sanctuary. You are my protection, Father. So I'm coming to you and I'm not coming with complaints. I'm not coming with woe is me. I'm not coming with why God, why? I'm coming to say you are holy, 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 holy. I'm high on loving you. I'm coming to tell you how holy you are, how righteous you are, how strong you are, how mighty you are, how, how, how strong your right hand is that you're going to begin to redeem me out of the hands of those who persecute me. I'm not coming to you to complain. I'm not coming to you to be crying and sorrowful and bitter. No, no, I'm coming to worship Jesus. I'm coming to be in your presence and give glory to to your name. I'm coming to tell you how awesome you are. I'm coming to tell you, thank you for redeeming me. I'm coming to tell you the more, the more, the more I go, I come against any persecution, every storm, every trial, the more I'm going to come into your presence and praise you. David had it right. He ain't get on the phone and call his best friend. He ain't call, can't call Jonathan like, bro, I'm going to do this, bro. He got on the main line. He got on that one, one, one line. God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit line. Because he know that his father was a present help. He knew that when he got in the presence of God, that everything was going to shift. That worry turns into joy. That his anxiety Begins to decrease because I'm in the presence of the one that keeps me. I'm in the presence of the one that protects me. I'm in the presence of the one that that is a sanctuary, that is a strong refuge. So all my cares, all my cares are laid on the altar. Come, 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 Jesus said. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. David said, I'm coming to you. I know what's out here in these streets. I know they out to get me. I know they hating on me, but I know in the presence of God is the fullness of joy. So I'm coming to you. And when I come, I'm coming with all my, I'm coming with my best, my best praise, my best worship, my best offering. Do you know the best offering is when you hurt? The the best sacrifice, the sacrifice of praise you can give to God when it hurts. That in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your sorrow, in the midst of your confusion, in the midst of your anger, you worship God like never before. That's when it count. That's when it's true worship. That's when it's real love because I'm not going to let what's going on outside of me affect my relationship with you. 
It's going to make me worship you more because I want to tell all of hell that my God is for me, that my God is with me, that I am not forsaken, that he loved me, nor depths, nor height. Nothing is going to separate me from him. So there's no point of me sitting in myself, sitting in my problems. No, I'm going to worship him. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to get out my instruments. I'm going to get out my harp. I'm going to get out my my psaltery and I, I'm going to use my vocals, the gift he gave me to worship, and I'm going to get Give honor unto the great I am. That is the great attitude to have. No matter what it is that we're going through. Because God is a strong refuge. And when you run to him. Run to the one that can keep you. Run to the one that can protect. Run to the one that can really cover you. And get your peace back. Get your joy back. Get your praise back. Get your energy back. He said your strength will not fail. Some of us is just tired because we overwhelmed. We need to get back into the presence of God to get our strength back, to get our little, to get that anointing back, to get our, get our yes, Jesus, yes. Sometimes we just need that, that little oomph in the spirit, amen? We need that little oomph to get through the day. We need a little oomph to get through the next hour, the next few minutes because life is real. The enemy is real. The pressure is real, but the presence of God is even more real. The presence of God is potent. The presence of God is powerful. The presence of God will break those yokes and you will feel energized. You will feel, you will feel regulated. You will feel strengthened in the presence of God. You will feel so good in the presence of God. So we have to really tap into that level and say, you know what, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, the more it attacked me, the more I come up against it, the more I'm going to worship you. This was awesome. I love the word of God. I love the word of God and how it feels me and how it makes me feel energized and how I feel strengthened. Amen. I love the word of God. He said, thou art my rock and my fortress. I know who you are. To know who God is in a time of trouble, that's beautiful. That's a blessing. To know who God is in the midst of your troubles, in the midst of your storms. To not question him. To not question where are you? Have you forgotten me? Why are you not fixing this? To know, Lord, you are refuge. You're my rock. You're my strong habitation. You're my strong refuge. I know who you are. I know what's coming up against me, but it don't change who you are. Ooh, that was good. David said, I know what's coming up against me, but what's coming up against me doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change your character. It doesn't change your love for me. It doesn't change your grace and your mercy that was new this morning. It don't change your grace that is sufficient for me. Whatever I'm going through, don't change who the God I serve is. Hallelujah. And when we have that mindset that God didn't change just because I was our circumstance changed. God didn't change because our money funny. God didn't change. God didn't change. No matter what's changing in your life, we're going into a new season. We're going into a shift. We're going into a new year. And no matter what you're up against in 2020, you got to know that no matter what change, God changes not. He changes not. He is not man that he should lie. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He does not change. And when 
when we acknowledge who God is and we begin to declare and decree like David did in the midst of trouble, in the midst of a famine, in the midst of a drought, in the midst of loneliness, in the midst of your insecurities, no matter what it is that you're going through, when you declare and decree the word of the Lord over your life, you will see God manifest in ways that you cannot comprehend because Lord, you're a strong tower. Lord, you're a way maker. Lord, you're a miracle worker. Lord, you're a safe haven. Lord, you're my ark. Lord, you're this. Lord, you're that. When you declare and decree the word of the Lord over you, you can't, you ain't got no time to think about your enemies. You ain't got time to think about them bills. You ain't got time. You too busy praising God. You too busy praising God to be worrying about what you're going through. You too busy praising God. When you start declaring the decree, them problems going to be like, what problems? What enemies? The presence of God is too good for me to be thinking about. You can't praise God and think about what you're going through at the same time. Something got to give. Either you're going to worry, either you're going to sit, woe is me, or you're going to, you are holy, 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 holy. You Either way, either way. You got to choose. Either I'm going to worship God. I'm going to declare and decree. I'm going to tell him who he is. I'm going to tell him that I love him. I'm going to tell him that I'm thankful. I'm going to tell him that I'm grateful. Either you're going to do that or you're going to woe is me. I can't believe I'm going through this. Why am I going through this? I'm sick and tired of going through this. You have a decision to make. David said, my decision is the more I fight, the more I war, the more they hate me, the more my bank account is low, the more, the less of the food, whatever the situation is, the more I'm going to praise you. That's the attitude we got to have going into 2020. The more that it looked like it's up against me, the more I'm going to worship you because what's coming up against me don't change you, God. This don't change you. This don't change your love for me. It don't change nothing about you and it don't change how you feel about me. You got to know that tonight, family, that nothing you're going through is changing how God feels about you. I need you to know that. That's on my spirit. God needs you to know that nothing that you are experiencing right now changes how God look at you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He loves you with an everlasting love. And when you say, Lord, you love me, Lord, you love me. I, t- I declare that over my life when I wake up in the morning because like I said, life happens and, 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 and if you don't, if you don't, and if you're not vigilant, it will knock you, it will knock you out your socks, knock your socks off. You got to be vigilant. But I declare, Lord, you love me. I don't care what I'm going through. You love me, Jesus. You love me. You love me. And when, when you keep saying it, because we believe what we say more than what anybody else say, amen. When we declare the decree, Lord, you love me. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is that I'm going through, but I know you love me. I don't know. I don't know nothing else. If I don't know nothing else, I know you love me and nothing's going to change that. And I need you to get that way down in your spirit. I need you to get that in your spirit, family. If you don't know that God loves you, you need to just speak it over your life. Every day you get up before you go to sleep. Lord, you love me. Lord, you love me. Lord, you love me. Go through the Bible. And find scriptures on the love of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's some real love. That I love you so much that I'm going to give up my own child. That's love right there. That when your mother and father forsake you, I take you. That's love right there. That I'm going to adopt you into the family. That's love right there. 
You got to look for the scriptures that talk about the love of God and reread them over and over and over until it get in your spirit, until it get in your Noah, until it get in your gut that all you can speak. God, you love me. Lord, you love me. In the midst of this, in this midst of this situation, I know you love me. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I know you love me. No matter what it is, Lord, I know you love me. Because you move different when you know God loves you. You respond different when you know God loves you. Everything is going to be different because I know you love me. And because I know you love me, I can be still and watch the salvation of the Lord. Because I know you love me, I don't have time to be vindicating myself. See, David didn't vindicate himself. He knew they was out to get him. He knew they was coming together to lay waste for, to lay, to lay aside a trap for him. But he went to God. He didn't try to get them back. He didn't try to look for a, pl- a plan and a strategy strategy to try to get them back. He went to his heavenly father and told him, they, they trying to get me, Jesus. They trying to get me, but I know you got me. You respond different when you know God loves you. Look how David responded in the midst of trouble. He responded in a way that we got to learn how to respond in the midst of trouble. That no matter what, I know you my strong habitation. I know who you are. You are my rock. You're my ark. You're my fortress. You're my strong refuge. And I know who you are. Therefore, I'm not concerned about the ones that are up against me. I'm not concerned about all of these attacks that's coming at me because, God, I know you love me. So if nothing else that I've said tonight, family, I need you to get in your spirit the love of God for you. For you. That you take it so personally and that you really, truly begin to go through the word of God and look for the love. Look for, for look for his love for you. The Bible is a love letter. All of it is a love letter. But there's certain scriptures that truly point out the love of Christ and the love of the father. And when you meditate on them and you rehearse them and you memorize them and they and you just keep playing them over and playing it. I say it so much. I say it so much because we really need the word to combat the lies of the enemy. We really need the word in our heart enriched. The Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. We need to let the word dwell in us richly because if we don't, when the enemy come and the lies come and the storms come and the valley come, we question the love of God. And we, that's the one thing we shouldn't question. We may question some things and our faith may fail and we may have to pray the pray, Lord. I believe, but help my unbelief. But one thing we should never question is the love of God. It started with his love. It started with his love that he loved us so much that he placed his son in the womb of a woman. That he may redeem us back to the father. It started with love. So if nothing else, that's the one thing we got to grasp in the spirit that God, you love me. Father, you love me. Jesus, you love me. Holy Spirit, you love me. You love me. You love me. And then begin to begin to just soak in the presence of God. That's what David did. Go read Psalm 71 for yourself and look what David did. Look how David responded in the midst of trouble. And he took his trouble to God and then he didn't sit there and complain. He praised He took his trouble to the presence of God and he left it on the altar and started praising. And if we could just take that, take that by example and begin to just take everything to God, get into the presence and begin to worship. We will see so much shift, family.
so much. Like I'm I'm so hyped and I'm so ready for 2020. I got my 2020 vision on because we need spiritual eyes to see. That is true 2020 vision. When you begin to see exactly how God see, he told Jeremiah, what do you see? And when Jeremiah told him, he said, you seen correctly. That's the vision I want. I don't want 2020 of the world. I need 2020 of heaven. I need 2020 spiritual vision. I need to see in the spirit because what's spiritual is eternal. What is natural is temporal. We can look at this world all day, but I need to know what's going on in the spirit. You need to know what's going on in the spirit. So I'm excited for my 2020 spiritual vision to be increased greatly. David said, you're going to increase me greatly. I'm looking for my vision to increase greatly. I'm looking for your vision to increase greatly in 2020. That we may see and have the eyes of God. That our hearing be turned up. of Our volume be turned up. That we will begin to hear the voice of the Lord like never before. He said, my sheep know my voice and they will lead. They will take heed not to another. We need to hear the voice of God like never before. We need to hear the shepherd's voice. And we need to see what the shepherd is doing. So I am encouraged tonight. And I pray that you guys are encouraged to know that our heavenly father is a strong refuge that you can hide in him. And that when you go to know that is you don't God don't want you to just go into his presence to complain and whine and woe is me. He wants you to come into his presence rejoicing, knowing the God that you serve. He said, come boldly, boldly to the throne of grace. Go to God bold like I'm here, Lord. I got these people after get me, but I know you a good God and you doing some amazing things. So I'm going to just worship you and, and praise you in advance. Cause I know it's all well to have that attitude in the presence of God. And it's not being cocky. I don't see it as being cocky. He said, come boldly. That is what he gave it. He gave that as a right. You can come to me. You can come to me boldly and declare my word and bring back to my remembrance. What I said to you, that is our God given right. He said, come to me and remind me what I said to you, my son. Come to me and remind me what I said to you, my daughter. Come boldly to the throne and tell God who he is and who he is in your life. Not just who he is, but who he is in your life. And watch him move those mountains and watch him steal that, steal that storm and watch him uh, uh, close the mouths of the lion. Watch him work. Watch him work. I've watched God work because I went to him and said, "Uh uh-uh, Lord, this is who you are. And this is how, this is who you are to me. This is who you are in my life. And I believe it. Therefore I declare it. I decree it to be so. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So I say so. (laughs) I be saying it like, Lord, this is what you said. So, (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love the word of God. Ah, I really pray that 2020, uh, this, uh, the God's, the, um, Psalms, uh, 71 said that you will be increased greatly. And one of the things as well, and along with you knowing the love of God in your life, I pray that God increase your hunger for the word of God. I pray that there's such a hunger for the word of God in 2020 that we be walking around here like we we just walk in Bibles, that we could begin to just really minister on a different level, you know, because you can really remember what you study. Amen. 
It's funny how you can listen to a song over and over and over. You can hate that song. But because you've done listening to it so much, you find yourself singing along with the lyrics. Imagine if we took so much time to meditate on the word of God. That without even knowing it, the word begins to come off our tongue because we hear it so much. Because we're reading it so much. So I pray that in 2020, that the spirit of God release a hunger, a hunger for the word, a hunger for truth, a hunger for truth. For Jesus is the truth, the way and the life. And I pray that he blesses you abundantly and increase you greatly and comfort you on every side. Because what he did for David, he is doing for us. I believe it. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I love you. And until I talk to you again. Have a great day.